0: so this one's going to be a bit different because we start off and we have jamila in the room with us my esteemed wife business partner (laughs) second shooter life partner partner in crime
1: yeah definitely that one
0: So you're here as well, and we are sat with long-time friend, model, I photographed your wedding. You did. Hannah. Yes. Model name?
2: Nikki Phillips.
0: Yeah, I can't say it again. I won't won't say model names because I always sound like I'm trying to be posh. So I think we'll start off down the wedding route. I think that that makes the most sense. Okay. So I'm going to start off by giving my side of how we ended up at your wedding. Yes. And then you can fill in the blanks for me. Okay, deal. So, I think it was a Monday. I photographed a wedding in Brighton, and for those that don't know geography, Brighton's right at the bottom of the country. <laughs> and then I had a day off to travel, and the next day we were in Hull. Yes. And in that space in between, you had contacted me about coming in and photographing your wedding, which was on a Monday. It was
1: okay, on so a Monday. It was the following Monday. Yeah. So it was on a Monday. I think it, like, no, Mom. it was after the Brighton wedding, before the Hull wedding because yeah it was in that space uh, yeah in that space sorry did I misunderstand what you said yeah, yeah. I you so said in that space was
0: when we got the contact so we <laughs> yes. were literally I think packing yeah. to go whole. so I think I've actually got my timings between the weddings wrong because it was literally whole wedding day off to travel to you and then yeah. the wedding I so. was already
2: in Edinburgh when I contacted you
0: right so yeah. yeah so I think it was a bit tighter than I realized um and if I remember rightly what happened was someone was going to photograph your wedding but then they yeah. pulled out
2: yeah they let me down and they weren't coming anymore and I was like fabulous I have no wedding photographer and so I put a post out on my Nikki Facebook and was like help and loads of people who I didn't want to photograph my wedding got in touch and was like I oh, can photograph your <laughs> wedding and I was like oh no thank you and then some people did and then I was like Chris Chris takes photos of weddings <laughs> I was like I I don't think he'll want to I was like I'll just ask I'll just ask and Carla was like just ask him it'll be fine yeah. and I did and you were like Okay. I'll be honest.
0: <laughs> so I remember getting the message and I was like, oh, shit. Jesus Christ, I've got to go. Like, The week was already nuts as it was. And it was towards the end of our year. That
1: was our massive year, yeah. yeah.
0: And that was towards the end of the year. So we had done about, at that point, about 68 weddings. Wow. And when you came in, I was like, I'm fine doing it. <laughs> but I might die on the way home. Like, I might have just, I might run out of complete battery power and just die on the on the way home That's But actually, fine. <laughs> but it was actually do you know what I'm really firstly I'm really glad I took it obviously for the photo side of things yeah. but it was to shoot in Edinburgh was amazing it's uh, so nice Christmas. Edinburgh
2: is beautiful isn't
0: it yeah and to have the opportunity to um, you were the first really there's, there's there's a caveat you were the first model whose wedding I photographed
1: okay where
0: that was the dynamic yeah we it was Joe and Jordan
1: yeah that
0: was the first but for some reason, I don't see her as a model as much as I see her I as like a dancer, she's a dancer and everything else. Former more than a model. model. I've not yeah. really seen her model on other stuff
1: mm, other than I photographs. That, what makes, I've sense, photographed, yeah. that so, makes sense. Yeah.
0: Um. So coming into the the guy's excuse for n- not being able to photograph your wedding,
1: um, he
2: just couldn't do it anymore, and I was just like, okay, oh. yeah, just no reason really. Oh, that's handy. Yeah, it's great.
0: So, what's the meltdown like?
2: Oh the meltdown. Yeah. Oh I was freaking out. I was completely nuts. Like I feel really sorry for Carla because she was with me the week before because we were working. I worked up until so I got married on the Monday and I worked up until the Friday. Right. Saturday oh, wow. I picked everyone up from the airport and took them back to the hotel which is where you stayed. Yep. Um I feel sorry for Craig because I literally killed him over the phone every day about it and just I was just going mad he was, about He was down in
0: Birmingham until what yeah, the so, day before. Yeah, he was still at work. Before. Yeah.
2: So he didn't come up. He was meant to come up on the Sunday, but because I'd freaked out so much, he came up a day earlier. Or maybe he came up on the Friday. I can't really remember, but he came up early because I was having a breakdown.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So So is it difficult though, if you obviously your day job is working with so many different photographers. Yeah. Is it then difficult to narrow down what you like, and then applying that to a wedding as well?
2: A wedding was, my wedding was completely different because it's more personal. Obviously I have my right. family, and my friends there, and then Craig who hates having his photo taken and goes like a wooden stick <laughs> or just like on every photo, when I try and take a selfie of us, he's just like, you can't see what I'm doing, but he pulls faces and he just won't be normal. Right. Um, so it was more personal and I just wanted some good pictures of us together looking Happy and in love, which you did, yeah. And then some nice pictures of me. By he myself. was very
0: malleable. <laughs> he- G- generally speaking, grooms say they don't like photos being taken, and then there's that breaks off into two types. You get the guys that don't like it, but they don't like what they think it'll be yeah and then you get the other guys that will just oppose it no matter what yeah so no matter how enjoyable they're actually finding the time they'll still want to not look good in the photos okay. they'll want to make a point of like i don't like photos he was very malleable he was he was very easy to work with. i
2: love that and he's he's, he's so
0: lovely as well Play around
2: my house you are
0: <laughs> you are very lucky to have him he's a very he's got a great haircut as well oh yes you have matching in you two are twinsies haircut. that's yeah. what it is yeah. isn't it yeah, yeah. Um, so, your wedding had a couple of really interesting moments for me. Um, <laughs> obviously, shooting a wedding in Edinburgh and it being all brummy. Yes. Was uh, that's where we probably should have started this? Actually, it was just warning people about your accent.
2: I know. I'm really sorry about that, guys. Because
0: <laughs> y- both you and Carla both shocked me when I first met both of you with your accents. Because obviously, she's got the scouse thing yeah, going she's on. Broad. She's got the she's got the brookie thing going. on. I'll be honest on. with yeah. you. When
1: Carla walked in through the door, I thought you. I thought there was someone else walked through the door. I was like, what? <laughs> I didn't
0: realise. F- her
1: accent really shocked me because it's actually quite thick.
0: You just turned around <laughs> and looked at me like, is she taking a miss?
1: And then I was like. Oh, am I going to understand her was my next thing because <laughs> <laughs> their accents are really really thick so I, I, at first I was like I can't believe it doesn't it didn't match her at first well
0: she's got that very like English classic yeah, yeah classical English Bullock look
1: and then and then the, the scouts, scouts accent out of nowhere, out of nowhere. yeah
0: I think if I'd have known ahead of time, it wouldn't have been jarring. But it was just simply the fact that there was no mention of it from anybody. No one, all the people I talked to who had worked with her had never mentioned it. And now whenever anyone (laughs) asks me about Carla, I'm like, well, the accent.
1: She's a scouse, you know. I'm starting off there. But it's weird because even in messages, I'm like... The first time I spoke to her, you didn't hear the accent. And then when I heard the accent, I now read her messages in the accent. As know, if she's hilarious. saying it to me. Yeah. Well, she
0: doesn't do the like, now it's really popular for like Scottish people, especially Glaswegians, to write messages or write tweets in their accent. Oh, so you, you mean, read yeah. it, so it's almost, in, I, I can't stand that. Because it just feels yeah. really forced. Like if you're a grown man and you're typing like that, that's like tech speak.
1: Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. I don't
0: like that. No, I remember that. I remember there was a place name for Tranny.
2: Yes, Tranny is my best friend. Her name is Vicky. She is not a Tranny. No. But since we've been like teenagers, probably early teenagers, we called each other Trannies. So there's right. Tranny, Tranny Man or Transit Van. Tranny in a Transit Van is what we call each right. other.
0: Right, and I just remember finding the place name. Yeah. And that, Again, I had no context, so I was like, okay. Who's this? I was like, at the end of this really long wedding season and at the end of this crazy week, and I was just like, okay. It's um, fine. And then, yeah, so it was, that was... That was just crazy. It was such a it was such a nice wedding though. Such a good atmosphere. Oh, thank you. Such a good atmosphere. And you had the you were saying earlier about the picture of the homeless man in your yes, your phone that I took on the With way his, to the venue. One and
2: eye and tongue out. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, don't put me in the front of a bus, and I won't take pictures like that.
2: Yeah, that was a very strange picture.
0: So planning a wedding, then it, is the temptation there as a model to kind of talk to a wedding gown place and say oh hi I'm a model would you like to supply me with a no no I'm not
2: about that life I'm afraid I literally went into one shop yeah um and it was my one of my bridesmaids her auntie's wedding shop and I was like we went in after it closed and I was like help me I need a wedding dress I'm getting married in like two months or whatever it was so did you how much how much hang on how
0: how long between How much planning? You've just caught me out.
2: Um, So we decided, we were already engaged. um, And then we decided to get married in Edinburgh at the registry office. Just the two of us. I was like, I'm not wearing a wedding dress. We'll just go and we'll go for a curry after because that's what we do. We don't need people. (laughs) Right. And then I was like, oh shit, I'm going to get married. I want a wedding dress. And then it went from a registry office to we should get a venue. And actually I do want my closest friends and some of my family there. So we need to sort this out. So I had about, I'd say we decided six months before, but I had probably about four months and we kept having to go up to Edinburgh every weekend or on Craig's days off to find a venue. And lots of venues didn't want to have children there. or the kids had to leave at half nine, which was no good for us. Oh, really? Is that a thing in Scotland then? No, I think like, so before when we first got engaged, I looked at wedding venues around like England and some of them were quite funny about kids and were like, they're your responsibility and just really rude. Yeah. And I just thought, I don't want to be at a place like that where their eyes are going to be on every child there because the kids are there to have fun. And I think kids make the wedding because they're just crazy anyway. But they just dance and they don't care, do they? As yeah. a wedding
0: photographer, I'm telling you, that seriously depends on the kid.
2: Yeah, <laughs> okay,
0: okay. There are some weddings, they do not make the wedding at all. Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay. We had
0: a, a wedding a few years ago And it was uh, an older couple. They'd been together a long amount of time. And the wedding was about 60 people and about 22 of them were kids under the age of 10. And it was just barbaric, like the noise and everything. And there's one point, so they're at this Italian restaurant. And on the outside, they've got a brick wall. And the brick wall's about, I don't know, three foot off the floor. But all around it, they've pushed in sharp stones into concrete
2: Okay. it's
0: a really bizarre choice decoratively if you were to step on it with thin shoes it would hurt yeah and this little boy has climbed up on the wall and is running the way kids do with their hands down and fallen oh god and I in no way I'm a hero but purely out of instinct stuck my hand out and caught him and looking around who is the dad of this or the mum of this kid who's just almost Legitimately, almost died, and I go and, I go in and I'm asking around. the am asking, around, no one will give me an answer. And then finally, I get to I get to the dad. He says, "Oh yeah, that's that's mine." That's yeah. the way the dads do.
2: Lovely. And
0: I said, "Well, just a heads up, that wall is really dangerous. You don't want to let him climb on that wall." Oh, okay, yeah, no worries. You don't go on. This kid's like four. Don't yeah. go on that wall, which is just impossible yeah. to expect anything from that. And as I walk back over to tell Jamila the story, I just hear
1: ah. <laughs> and the kid's gone straight
0: back out, jumped up on the wall and fallen off it.
1: Oh my god! Yeah, and
0: really hurt himself. We had Aww. the kids swimming in the fountain that day as well. Yeah. That's oh, bad. Wow. But yeah. I think
1: when it comes to kids and weddings, I think first of all, you need to decide are there going to be kids there or not? Yeah. You can't have it. And we've been, we've done one wedding where there was just two kids and the kids were so bored that yeah. they just yeah. ran amok because they didn't have anything to do. And it was yeah. just the two of them and they were siblings. So they're already used to each other anyway. Yeah. Or you need to, ha- or if you have lots of kids, give them something to do. Yeah. yeah, don't so, just let them run well, right. You had to run but last, give them a bouncy castle. Two weeks Lord. ago, we had
0: the bouncy castle in the dining room. Yeah,
1: oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was oh, pretty wow. intense. Or games or something, but they they just yeah. they just need something to do or an area which you know can go. Play. They can run free. because yeah. that's what they like to do and dance and meet new people. Weddings yeah. When I was a child, like going
2: to a wedding was just the best thing ever. Loved it.
0: I I went to two. My brother started a fight at one with my <laughs> uncle. We had to leave early. <laughs> And the other one, I had to wear a silk. (laughs) Oh, mate. Oh, wow. I was, was, God, I was, what, three or four? And I had to wear this, like, ivory silk suit with a hat. That had the, the, The
1: was it the ribbon? It had a purple
0: ribbon around it. And I was platinum blonde as a kid. I was whiter than white blonde. You had hair? Bright blue eyes. Yeah, Yeah, I had hair. All right, all right. And I look back at pictures like now, and Christ, it's not.
2: Thanks, mom.
0: Yeah, I think You're- it might have been. It might have been my mum's niece that actually picked yeah. out what we were going to wear my my dad and my brother went looking like they were part of a barbershop quartet oh wow yeah they I wonder- even
1: stood like it in the picture didn't they
0: well my dad does the yeah. standing in a suit he always says that someone's going to take a free kick way of standing in a suit it's <laughs> what, what makes me wonder about like weddings now the way we look back at weddings in the 80s or we look back at ones in the 60s or whatever how in like 30 years time we can look back at weddings now because yeah. i think weddings now look pretty good yeah for the most part
1: Yeah, well, there there was that um, post that went around on Facebook and Instagram and it was different pictures of bridesmaids and the bride um, back in the 80s and the 70s. And basically almost every single bridesmaid dress matched the curtains. So even if it was what? a pattern, it was, and you know, patterns oh, by yeah, then yeah, were yeah. just gross. And so For they minute, matched them. I thought them. you were
0: giving a euphemism. No, I, really no, no, got no. Caught, <laughs> I really got caught out there. I thought you were being rude. No, oh, like, no, no, I'm,
1: no, I'm being, being, you know, being literal. And uh. it's quite funny to see because obviously you had the big hair and stuff, yeah. but then and the colours and then you looked at the great big shoulder pads and then you saw the patterns on the dresses and you were like, oh, hideous. And I think then that's you looked it up was... and they literally camouflaged into the curtains and the wallpaper. But it was
0: post-war. That's why it was like post-rationing. So people were just like, we. haven't had a real egg in 30 years, (laughs) we're having all of the patterns. But
1: this was the 80s, some of these pictures. Yeah, was Britain? We
0: only come out of rationing about three years ago. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you one thing that was a mad challenge at your wedding. Really, really struggled.
2: The lighting inside.
0: The lighting in the ceremony.
2: It was was dark, but it was nice. It was rustic and Christmassy and I am the Christmas freak. But it was,
0: the actual (laughs) ceremony room was the red lights. Yes. Which, (laughs) here I am. (laughs) I don't know much about I don't know much about cameras surprisingly I try as much as possible to not know too much because I find it a tremendously boring subject yeah. but my god cameras don't like focusing when there's only a red light <laughs> so you you guys are exchanging rings and like I've got this sort of like camera covering my face and behind the camera i'm just going come on <laughs> come on!" And it's just going in and out and it was it was all right in the end it was just like it was one of those ones where I like, i've just got to volume this one i've got to take as many as possible make sure i cover as much as i can
2: but they turned out well the
0: pictures it's really nice yeah, it's, it's a nice look, look. It's, yeah. it's kind of like a souffle the end result yeah. is very nice but you're pulling every part of your body out trying to get it done properly at yeah the time. so you you uh engaged for how long
2: uh, two years. So we got engaged in Germany two years before in Cologne. In, German. in oh, Germany. In Germany, yeah. Where
0: my family's from. Oh, there's yeah. a big,
2: um, padlock bridge there. Yes. And, um, we'd been the previous few years and put padlocks on each time. You can never find the same padlock.
0: No, they cut them off. Yeah. yeah. Oh, do they? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's
2: why then, because we searched for ages. Yeah. And we'd got a new I one. You should have
0: asked me before. <laughs> I didn't know
2: that at all. But then we got a new one and in the morning we woke up and Craig was like, we need to go to the bridge now. And I'm like, well, can we go and get some breakfast or like a Starbucks? And he's like, no, let's go to the bridge. He doesn't, uh, (laughs) actually just
0: clarify, he doesn't talk exactly like that. No, he doesn't talk like that. that. It's (laughs)
2: more like, what do I, bab? But yeah, (laughs) (laughs) he's going to kill me when he listens to this. But he was like, we need to go. So I was like, fine, let's just go. And I was like a bit moody and trying to find this padlock and put the new one on. And then he was like really shifty, like looking around, like, What's going on? And I was just looking at him. I was like, you're not helping me fight. I was getting frustrated. Like, you are not helping me fight in this. And then he just, like, got down on one knee and I was like, oh, no. I was like, get up. Get up. (laughs) What are you doing? Because, like, my heart just, like, started beating really fast. Is it because of the
0: people watching? People watching. Like, I'm
2: quite, like, I got quite scared. And I was like, oh, shit, this is happening. He's finally asking me after five years. and he was Five years
0: of hints? Five yeah, probably. Like, yeah. I will
2: not have any more children with you unless you marry me. I see. Of hint.
0: <laughs> That's <laughs> so, a good yeah, one.
2: Yeah. So he got down, and I just laughed because I was scared and said no. But then I said yes. Right you said no. And, I was like, no. and then I was like, I mean, yes. And then he put the ring on, and it was obviously too big because he didn't want to get it cut in case he got it wrong. He yep. didn't know my ring size, um, which why would he? Right. Like, why would why would you? And I didn't really wear any other rings for him to compare it to. But I was like, oh my god, this is so lovely! And some guy on a bike like stopped and had a little look, and I was really embarrassed. And then we went for a McDonald's after. That is a true nice. story. Yeah, nice. so Aww, romantic.
1: That's really sweet. But, yeah, but that's what. You, but you guys are uh, like that. You're quite down to earth. Yeah, anyway, Yeah. Aren't you? Yeah. I was hungry and like I was,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was scared as well that this has just happened. He's finally asked me, and I love my ring, and I was like, oh my god, we're gonna get married. I'm an adult. But yeah, it was it was it was beautiful, and we love ex- Germany. Ex-
0: Okay, let me me ask a question. How do you explain this really common thing that I'm finding with models? So you're in front of a camera, you're photographed pretty much constantly. Yeah. And yet you don't like attention. No. No. That's really common with models. Yeah. What on earth is that?
2: I don't know. Maybe like when I'm at work and there's a camera like separating me and the photographer, like I can be nude and I don't like, I just don't think about it going to my own zone. You know, sometimes I think about what I'm having for dinner that night. Other times I'm really into it and I love it. And the feeling it gives me is just, I wish I could give that feeling to other people so they could experience it. But I like when I'm, when that camera comes away, like I can be quite, enclosed and shy and like when I'm out and if people ask me my job I lie I never tell them what I do oh, really? no 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 so do you have
0: like a false persona what do you do in your false Sales persona assistant. Oh, okay. that's it that's ah, it
2: because right. if I say I'm a model who do you model for yeah who do, what do you do and like I can't just go oh well actually like I'm just a nude model because they're like oh you do porn like that's <laughs> what they'll think and I don't want to explain it because when I do I explain it badly I'm like yeah I'm a nude model but not like you know porn and legs open and stuff so already I'm making my myself look like right. that's what I do. So right. I just try and hide it or I just say like anything. But this is
0: such a strange career for so many people that don't enjoy attention in certain parts of their lives yeah. to pick because especially I mean especially now where I see a lot of models using Instagram and Facebook in a slightly different way where it's almost yeah. trying to draw in people on the personal side. Yeah. Which is a bit weird.
2: Yeah, so I said, that's why I have a different name. I separate everything completely. So I've got my Hannah Facebook, which is you'll just see me post about my kids and my husband and my cat and stuff. And then other people's cats. Other people's cats, Random yeah. Cats. Random cats, any cats like yeah. that I find. Um, and then you've got Nikki Facebook, which I'll only ever post about um like shoots and stuff. And I never know what to say on it either, because like my whole life is me, and my husband and my children, and I never really want to bring that. I could, I could probably cash in on that and be like, oh, look at me, I'm such a fabulous mother, but I don't want to do that. I want to keep it completely separate. Right. So And I feel like my posts are dead boring because I just like, here is a picture that someone took of me the other day. Enjoy. Like, I never know what to put.
0: I do think there's a problem with social media and certain personality types. I I think me and you are very similar. That's why yeah. in all of the ways that we've worked together, it's it's gone, I think, I'm going to talk from my side here, but I think it's gone very well. Yeah, um, We're very similar in that we have a, we have a bullshit meter yeah but it goes off it goes off on ourselves yeah as well so we know when we're
2: yeah yeah so i never know what i can put so you
0: don't want to pose something that you know is bullshit
2: exactly because
0: you feel like you're That's some shit quote oh,
2: oh god oh god like so, so sometimes i'll put like a song lyric and sometimes it can be quite dark and i'm like ha 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 and people don't get it because it's usually from a rock song and no one likes that yeah um or other times like i will google Quotes. And it's like hashtags and stuff. So I just Googled like uh, top 10 hashtags for models. I don't even know what they mean, some yeah. of them. And I just copy and paste. I've got it in my notes and that's what I do for Instagram. We
0: do exactly the yeah. same thing. Yeah, because don't, I just
2: don't know. I don't know what they mean and I hate I social I, media just, so uh, much. Um, yeah. It's... yeah, I do. It serves its purpose and I think if you can earn money from it as a model photographer or an influencer or whatever, yeah. then that's amazing and good for you.
0: It's favourite word, Influencer.
2: Influencer. But I just, part of it for me is laziness and also I just don't want to. I don't, I, I, I don't care. Yeah.
0: Like, I just don't care. Like I, I. You do see people put in a lot of wheel spinning for no movement with, with social media where they're yeah. they're really, they're interacting constantly. They're always replying to every comment and they're always trying to stir stuff up and their story looks like Morse code because it's got so many little dots at the top. Yeah. <laughs> And then at the end of it, it, what you get some likes from people on the other side of the world that just send you messages with penises in them. Oh, like gross. What's the what's That's the so, end goal? So wrong.
2: Yeah, I never really like so I love comments when people or like if it's my friends I will reply. I always comment, especially on other models' posts. I do that a lot because I just think like I'll say that they're beautiful or some crap because I just think it's nice to be told that. And I think as like some models can be quite insecure even though they don't show it. And yeah. I feel like if I do that, like it can make someone's day. Do you know what I mean? I just I'm just trying to be nice. Um and then I don't know, I don't really interact with the freaks. I just think, oh god. Like they've posted again, or I'll just like it and other times. I think no. But I get I do get inboxes, but I never reply to them.
0: Well I had an idea last night. Um so woke up we both woke up at about four o'clock. Yeah. This would be me and my wife, not me and Hannah.
1: No. Yeah. We both woke Let's up. At, we
0: off. both woke <laughs> up about four o'clock, which is really weird. I think it's just the heat at the moment. It's yeah, horrible. Yeah, but you
1: you had what you thought was running.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think I was just half out of it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I thought someone was in the room. Running. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, I don't know. But we. I went. For, I couldn't get back to sleep. You came back to sleep. I was flicking through Instagram. And I had an idea. I'm reading this one comment, which I'm not going to dig up now. And I could do. I'm really tempted to, but I'm not going to. Um, on a model that I know's Instagram page. And yeah. this comment left by this guy mm. was just one of the most, vomit inducing oh, wow. verbal diarrheas I've ever seen it was like 28 compliments in one sentence It was oh. just so funny and I actually had the idea that I'm going to do a YouTube video where I just get models to just read out their most cringe-worthy comment they've ever had left on one of their photos oh. just I don't think even know if I publish it it'd probably just be for my own entertainment just because I know what the world's like oh the foul they they are foul <laughs> but you say you you go out of your way to kind of leave compliments and that yeah. on other models do you find the community particularly supportive
2: i don't know i don't know if people really do it to me sometimes i don't read the comments on my posts like i don't check the likes or anything like that because i don't i don't care um but i just i just try and make other people feel good because i like to do that i do like to like try and make someone else feel good about themselves when you know
0: but it's cheap and easy to do isn't it? yeah like it
2: doesn't cost anything to be polite or to be nice to other people and i am nice to Most people.
0: Yeah, just not the freaks.
2: Yeah, just not the freaks. I just don't interact (laughs) with them. Like sometimes I I got a message off one guy recently and he was like, he was like, will you model with me? I'm like, are you a model? He's like, no, but I'd love to do it. And I'm like, I think what you're after is an escort. And he was like, no, that's not what I mean. And then he never messaged me again for ages. And then he was like, have you ever seen a foreskin piercing? I was like, oh God, why? And I was like, why? And he was like, it's a bit random. I know. I just wondered. And I was like, look, I am married with two children. Just go away. <laughs> like, just leave me alone.
0: I just... And then
2: I blocked him. So
0: yeah. Yeah. My God. No, I've I've had the odd I had a guy I used to have Twitter. I got rid of Twitter because firstly I only used it to tweet at the BBC. <laughs> this and is I, true. Especially I, I li- when the football was on. He was literally oh, during wow. the World Cup. Yeah, okay. with, so the BBC have this uh I follow Germany quite closely. Yeah. And uh the BBC had this agenda during one particular game where they were just laying into Germany. So I went for a walk down the beach and just tweeted at them for about an hour just to vent my frustration. I don't know why. I'm not proud of any of that. (laughs) But I hadn't used it for anything else at all. Never posted anything on Twitter whatsoever. And then I realised you could get messaged on Twitter, which is how little I'd used it. Okay. And I go through my messages and there was like three or four people I had worked with that were like, oh, can you go and like this thing? Or can you like support me in this competition or okay. whatever and then there was this uh, like the others the ones i'd not oh, met before <laughs> and there was a guy who obviously thought that because my name's chris it could be either way
2: oh god and he
0: oh. must have thought that i was a model based on a picture or two that had gone up being so when i was posting on 500px it was also posting on my twitter okay and he had sent me a time lapse of himself having fun oh and i was just very impressed with the production <laughs> to do it to do it as a time-lapse it felt like at least he put some originality into This oh, that's that.
2: disgusting I just want, I want to know if that has ever worked for someone. Like, exactly. I, like it's the, like the van men that beep at you. Like, when has it ever worked? They do it to me on the motorway. I'm driving my car, like, just I just want to get home or get to my job or whatever. And they're there trying to get my attention. And I'm thinking, why? Why? And yeah. I try so hard not to look at them. I can obviously see them yeah. through my <laughs> other corner of my eye. And I'm just like, I will not look at you.
0: But yeah, they're just It's one foul. of those things It's brought up a lot as like a part of, um, sexism, I guess, and yeah. that women have to put up with it and guys don't. And that's yeah. absolutely true. And it is absolutely sexism because it's... I, I think the problem is is that when people want to talk about like the validity of something like that, they overdo it. So it's incredibly annoying, distracting, and something you shouldn't ever have to put up with. Mm. And that should actually be dealt with. But when people try and make out that it's like threatening and violent... Yeah, that can be where it's different. Because if it's actually threatening and violent, that's something where you can go down legitimate ways of getting rid of it. It's, I just think yeah. it's one of those parts of like modern culture where we kind of make everything into an outrage, where it actually falls flat by making it into an outrage. I don't know why... There was an old joke by Frankie Boyle about stop calling terrorists terrorists. Okay. He said, and this is Frankie Boyle's quote, he said call them gaybos. No, I think he said call, like call outlaws, gaybos and okay. and call terrorists like other. He disc- gave them
1: really stupid, horrible names no, because yeah.
0: because a terrorist is cool.
1: Okay, right?
0: In like it's like it's like a scary yeah. thing in his in his way of describing it. Whereas when you get guys that like catcall in the streets, I think we should all just as a collective society just shut up, prick. Yeah, <laughs> just move on. Like yeah. sort yourself out. Yeah. You're a bit lonely.
2: Yeah, you've got no, no life. No
0: one's buying into it. Yeah. You're gonna eat a dinner for one. <laughs> you cry yourself to sleep. Yeah, microwavable curry yeah. or something. Chef lonely no soup. No, yeah, chef lonely soup for one. No one's <laughs> no one's impressed by it. So, I, like you say, who's it for? Who's who, like? Yeah, yeah. I've, but, I've seen it done where guys do it in front of other guys, and it's almost like they're like, huh, look how tough I am because I can do this thing. And it's like, yeah, they're just,
2: worse. They're worse than them with a friend. So I've only had it happen to me twice where they've been violent, and once is where I was with my friend driving home from. Birmingham city centre, yep. um, to my house. and uh, What's th- the address? I'm joking. What's the address? Not Birmingham, although the accent <laughs> is thick. And we were driving and they were trying to get my attention. And because I ignored them, they threw a bottle of whatever was in it. I don't know, it looked like milk when it went up my car, but they threw that at my car and like tried to like swerve into me. And Jesus then, yeah, yeah wow. it, was, it was fine. It was fine. Then they drove off. I was okay. And then another time when I used to live in Warsaw don't ever go there. I used to live in Warsaw. With- I should
0: explain to the people that don't understand your accent that that's in England. Yes, it's in Poland. England.
2: Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I used to live in Warsaw um, with Craig and I was pregnant with my first son. And I was walking around to the shop, like literally we lived in a cul-de-sac and I was just coming round to the so at the cul-de-sac and there was a petrol station right there and I was going to get some schnecks because I was pregnant and I wanted to eat and I'd come out the corner and there was this guy in a BMW and he was trying to get my attention like papping his horn I wasn't heavily pregnant you couldn't you couldn't tell I was pregnant I had a hoodie on um like I'm pretty sure I had my pajama bottoms on. Sorry, I am that person. And, <laughs> and I was just like, no, I'm just going to ignore him. And he was shouting something at me. And then he got his car and rammed it up the <gasps> curb in front of me, got out his car, thought, oh my God, he's going to, he's going to take me. And he pulled down my like hoodie and shoved a piece of paper down there, got in his car and drove off. And I was so scared. I just like went home like to Craig and he had a number. He wrote his number. Don't know if that would ever work for anyone, but Jesus he wrote his Christ. number, and my I was God. like, you "In know, case what do your I do? fetish
0: was being terrified."
2: Yeah, yeah, I wrote his number in case I wanted to call him up and go and meet him. But it was it was horrible. It was horrible. I didn't oh ring the police God. or anything because I didn't get red. It was a BMW. It could have been blue. It could have been black. I don't know. Like I was just Jesus scared. So this so.
0: is the thing: is that like I've, I'll never experience that so yeah. you don't realize that kind of stuff happens
2: yeah and I, and I was pregnant as well so it's just a bit like but
0: 10 times worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i was right
2: fr- it was only early stages and i was i was frightened yeah. but you know it was fine and-, and
0: you called him then no <laughs> 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 called him, i was like hi
1: <laughs> no wow.
0: that's that's i didn't even realize things like that go on
1: yeah oh, Christ, on that's really bad yeah. i've never experienced anything like that whistling out of a truck or something and that's really been it but nothing
0: i've had a couple of occasions where i've been in public like where we just were shooting yeah somewhere like that and you'll get a guy either stand and stare (laughs) or mouth off at me okay um i I guess to kind of Show
2: dominance. Uh, I guess be? that I guess yeah. that's the
0: route, yeah, to show dominance, as if she's going to be like, "Oh wait, what am I doing with my life? I could yeah. be with this guy with the egg stains on his top. Oh god, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've had that, and I'm very confrontational.
2: Yeah,
0: I've calmed you down are. a lot over the years, <laughs> but I'm very confrontational. So the second that something like that goes on, I'll just kind of make sure that they go away. Yeah, but it's just a bizarre. There's, I think, mm. there's more out than in at the moment.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was, just, and this was like, so my son's nearly eight, so it was like eight years ago. So, yeah. how
0: long have you been modelling?
2: Uh, mm, 12 years. 12 <laughs> years. 12 years. I am 30 now.
0: That's all right. Yeah, it's all right. We're both older, so you're fine. I
2: know, yeah. You're but, the baby in the room. <laughs> yes. I was yeah, Chica. That's weird.
0: Who's yeah. Yeah. Te- he's 11 months old. Aww. Um. So, we've going back to what we've worked together. So, we, okay. we had your wedding. Yes. We've done a couple of my workshops, one in London. Yes. And we've also done workshops up, we did a workshop up in Yorkshire. Yes, we did. Where Yorkshire's a strange place, isn't it?
2: Yes, it's like the land that time forgot. Sorry, I do have family that live there. It's, I love it's, you.
0: Is, uh, I like Yorkshire Yeah, as a place. I want to be very clear about that. As a place, I really like Yorkshire. We've enjoyed being up there for yeah. for different, like to go and see different places. It's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful part of, beautiful of the country. There, yeah, Stunning. Yeah. The people are just very strange in some places. The people
2: that we've met out there have been very different.
0: So we had...
1: But do you think that's down to... Not the fact that there's people up in Yorkshire, but what they are also doing...
0: Like well, photographers yeah
1: because photographers like you said before Ooh. they're an unusual breed anyway they are socially they, they, very weird they, they, tru- yes. they have trouble with, with socialising so you're saying so. there's some
0: kind of horrendous perfect storm of Yorkshire <laughs> so maybe, photographer
1: yeah maybe there's that clash I don't know but it's weird <sighs> that was the first time I met you
2: there was that really yeah that was the first time I met you
0: oh Christ
2: that was the first time. I, was, was, I just thought you were from York. Sorry, I just thought you were hmm. from Yorkshire as well because I was like, will "You come here." The guy was like, will "You come here." It's a Chris Carr workshop, and I was like, "Oh, okay." And Which I thought, you learned
0: very quickly. It was, Well, wasn't
2: it? yeah, it, it was. wasn't a show. <laughs> no, no,
0: my name was on a poster, and I, yeah. I didn't have a say in anything that was going on whatsoever. <laughs> no, yeah, that was. I didn't realize that was the first time we met. See, we I did. We did two. We did a week of it the year before. Mm. So we were up there for Saturday, Sunday, and then the following Saturday, Sunday. So yeah. it's two days. Is okay. it two days in the studio? Yes. And then the following week was two days <laughs> on location.
1: Yes, with waterfalls.
0: With waterfalls. Yeah, um, we did and, the waterfalls, didn't we? And yes, we went to the same location. Oh, Okay. Um, but we went further in, like actually down. Like you that, did, yeah. As as yeah. a group, we actually went a lot further in okay. because when we were there, it, the weather was terrible. Um, the year before, the weather was a tiny bit better, yeah. and I remember. So, I, I've always done this thing pretty much the whole time I've been a photographer, which is where I do the stitched imaging, where I take lots of photos around the subject and then I stitch them all together. Yeah. And I'm explaining this is the year before I worked with you. Yeah. And I'm explaining to this group of about, I don't know, it was about eight or nine. It's pretty pretty, like well, that, yeah. pretty well pretty um, well attended. That basically you have to inform the model firstly or the subject whoever it is that they can't move between photos right that's the most important thing because if they move between photos it won't stitch or if it does stitch it'll look like something out of alien <laughs> so I, I over the top of this waterfall i'm trying to talk and the, none of them are listening to me whatsoever because they're not there for me at all. Yeah. they're there for the model which is just i think a real yorkshire thing so i'm talking at length and there's the one thing that I was asked to talk about was that. So I'm talking about I'm really trying to hammer it home and going through all the points. I do a demo shot. The demo shot was pretty cool. I'd never use it in my portfolio, but it was pretty cool. And the the first guy comes in, very good photographer. I have seen his work since. He's not from Yorkshire. He's actually from down this way. And he goes, I'm going to do the thing that Chris was just describing. And the model's very close to a waterfall, so hasn't heard a word I've said. So you have to make sure that she understands. So he just starts shooting and she's changing poses between every single shot. So he, mm-hmm. he does this about four times. And I walked over and I was like, look, just so you know, he's going to be taking photos. So you can't move too much. Oh, okay. At that point, he stopped doing it. So he was then complaining that she wasn't changing pose. So I was like, okay, you can change pose. At which point he then started doing the stitched image thing again. Oh and that was probably the highlight of the, the whole week. Oh, okay. That was as good as it got for the whole okay. week. Um, as nice as Yorkshire is to visit and see... It yeah, it was, was like a beautiful
2: area. It is yeah. stunning. The waterfall. Like, I didn't want to get in it, but, you know, I was being paid. Oh, I was
0: in it, wasn't I? I was up to my you, knees in it. Yeah, you, we, think, were, we
2: had to go and buy wellies for it. Yeah. You were in it. And that's one of the first things I remember about you, actually. So when we went down to this waterfall, like, I am a cold person. I do not like... I do not like weather i do not like the cold you, yeah yeah i don't like i don't like lakes and like waters like that i don't like to get in i remember everything actually dirty. i think the first thing
0: you brought up with me when we met was like oh, waterfalls yeah i don't, I
2: don't, I don't trilly, want to go i, in, I don't <laughs> want to go in this but nevertheless i went in it and you were like said to the photographer as well she is like you know half naked she is going to be cold so i'm going to take my jumper off or whatever you had on and that's what you yeah. did and you put it down and then you took your shoes off you know and you got in this waterfall and i thought oh he's not a prick. Like, <laughs>
0: you know, but ra- then you got to know me. Yeah, but then everyone
2: else like, still stayed wrapped up. They didn't care that that's what you just said. And I thought, well, that's actually really nice because usually if you're nude and you're modelling, the photographer's there all wrapped up and going, oh, I don't know why she's so cold. Oh, and it's, I'm it's, there like...
1: Yeah.
0: It's a rule I've had yeah. for... Since day one, since day one. Yeah, I've had had this rule and it's not come from any particular experience. Yeah. It's just, to me, it's common courtesy. Yeah. Yeah. That if I'm expecting someone to go through a certain temperature, I'm not going to stand there in a duffel coat (laughs) or I'm not going to put someone in a duffel coat in this heat and then stand there in shorts and a t-shirt fanning myself. I'm going to always try and match the conditions obviously I'm not going to like wear the same clothes because no. that's be weird but try and match the conditions as much as possible I've ended up really ill because I have autoimmune mm. issues okay. so I get ill very quickly and very violently and I, I, how many shoots have I come home from and you've Countless. been annoyed at me for doing it Yeah, I'm like but it's just to me it's courtesy you don't stand there in a really warm coat chimping looking at the back of your camera while someone stood there shivering yeah it's
2: a really it, nice thing
0: to do it, firstly I think it builds like you said it builds like a bit of confidence between the two of you yeah And the second thing is it changes how you work. I'll work faster because I'm cold. Yeah. (laughs) So that means you're not going to have to stand around because I'm feeling comfortable. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's, yeah, it's... I and that. you
2: you also taught them not to overshoot either. You were like, you take thirty photos. The first ten are your warm up. The second ten are where it's good, and yep. then the last ten is where the model goes dead behind the eyes. Yeah. Like, and I thought that was really good as well. It's very true because when someone yeah. machine guns you, you're just like, oh, please stop.
0: It's it's always been the thing. So when I did music production at college, yeah, they talked about when you were doing solos and when you were when you when you had a, a, a musician performing. If you made them do 200 takes, the 200s would be the most technically accurate, but the least interesting. Okay. And in the first 10 would be the least technically accurate, but probably the most interesting because they would be trying things out and like going closer to the edge and just sort of seeing what works and what doesn't. And I just think that with all of human behavior, if you just make someone stand there and repeat and repeat and repeat, they go numb and
2: yeah. they'll get
0: bored. Mm-hmm. And I think in a lot of portfolios, it shows it. A yeah. lot of photographers' portfolios, it shows it.
2: Yeah, because they've just took too many pictures. But then there's a, not, everyone doesn't do that. I'm not saying like every photographer does that because there's loads of great ones that don't. But, you know, when they do, and I think, I don't know if it's a nervous thing and they're just doing it because they have nothing to say because they can't think of anything to say to me or,
0: I know. think it's also a trap for amateurs to think that I'm scared I'm going to come away with nothing so I'll shoot so much that I have to come away yeah. with something.
1: Yeah. I think the other side of it though is that they, especially if they've paid for the shoot, they're like, well, i paid for the shoot so I need to keep shooting. Yeah, I can't get, spend any time not, Shooting because I paid for it, which is a stupid thing to think about. Yeah. But I think there are some people out there that are like that. They're just. Wasn't machine gun? yeah,
0: it's like their value for money comes in number of photos. So yeah. like if yeah. they're paying hundred pound for a shoot, they need to take a hundred thousand photos oh because my god. it breaks <laughs> the <me>. price. <laughs> <down>. Yeah, because <Yeah.
1: laughs>
0: they apparently just have endless um, hard uh, like hard drives and that to put photos on. It's madness. No, that's... I'll be
1: honest with you. But for me, I'm, obviously, you taught me that in the beginning. So when I was photographing models, I was like, I don't need to shoot that much. But at the same time, I was also like, I don't really want to go through go back into post and be like, oh my god, I've got hundreds of images to look through. You know, yeah. And you know that it's also time consuming at the end of it so to learn to do it your way made the sheet more effective and made the images better
0: yeah Uh, yeah is i think photographing models is actually really easy i think it's just a few really obvious pitfalls that people fall down the first is that we talked about this last time you were here actually the first is working with cheap models okay or working with people that are inexperienced yeah and it's a false economy because no matter how many extracurricular things you have going on around the shoot, whether you have like makeup artists or stylists or whatever, it comes down to photographer and model yeah, or photographer and subject. And you as a photographer are doing at least 50% because you're doing the photography. So if you have to really, really indulge the model in helping them get any confidence or any flow or anything like that, you're starting to do their 50%. And then you won't be concentrating as much on your 50%. And that's where mistakes, I think, happen. So a lot of people, I think, see a false economy in cheaper models. Yeah. Um, TF. And TF, yeah. Yeah. Especially when you're trying to build a substantial um, portfolio where you want to be someone that's hired... You're not going to get a portfolio of of that of someone who's going to be hired if you're just only working for free with like Sharon down the road.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: To be completely honest, like you need every person you need to be working with when you're trying to build yourself up has to be infinitely more talented than you. You always need to be the least talented person involved in the project. So when you're planning a shoot yourself or like when you're when you someone's hiring you for a shoot Mm -hmm. what what do you like to get off of them in terms of like the comms are you looking for like mood boards and stuff
2: yeah like uh, people work differently but i i prefer personally if they've got a mood board so i can see what i'm going to be doing that day Mm -hmm. so i can plan ahead like bring the correct outfits if they're not supplying them like do the correct looks if i'm doing my own makeup um but you can always tell how the shoot, I think, anyway, how the shoot is going to go in someone's pre-coms. Like how they type, you know, how they come mm. across, if they're a bit strange, and they are <laughs> sometimes. Um, if or, they
0: end every message with babes. Yeah. Like that, yeah. Thanks,
2: hon. Yeah, yeah no, 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 not everyone does that. But it's, it's I like to have a plan. I sometimes like to have a plan with what we're going to do. And especially, especially if I know... Sometimes I get a bit nervous, like shooting. If I know the photographer is like a really good photographer, and I think, oh, God, I'm so not good enough. And then I'll go along to the shoot, but I like to have a plan so I can not practice before. I've never stood in front of the mirror and pulled poses because I feel like a twat. But just, I would, I want. I'd feel like a twat. But just so I know what I'm doing and I can calm myself and be like, you know, it's okay, you got this. Because yeah, I still get nervous. When so I'm when you
0: shooting. say you're, you're, like coming up to work with someone that you really admire, stuff yeah. that you really admire, what, what is it that you're admiring? Is it the portfolio? Yeah, their
2: work and how, like, I just think, oh, that picture's beautiful. Like how, how they are, you know, it can be um, what their work looks like, obviously, and how they go about certain things, like how they are on social media, how they are, how they treat other people as well. You can usually, yeah, you know, tell, as I say, you can tell a lot from the pre-coms, you really can.
0: So is there a genre you gravitate towards though? Uh,
2: what with modelling
0: what you find like if you're looking at photographers whose work you really admire do mm-hmm. they all tend to fit to one type of genre or is it all over the shop
2: Um, probably like two so I love like beauty like work like face yeah like I, when I message you I'm always like please shoot my face yes yeah, so you always <laughs> yeah. describe it as yeah. shooting in the yeah, face yeah please know. shoot my face like I, I love that and I think like you know I, that's just what I love and if I could do that all the time and someone would just like pay me then yeah yay but it's obviously not the case yeah um so I gravitate more towards them than um a fantastic art nude photographer I would rather choose like portrait and beauty every single goddamn time. yeah, And anything with colour as well. Like I've got, I do a lot of like black and white stuff. You know, maybe I just look better black and white, but I love like colour and I love like, um, I I don't know if it's when they saturate it. I have no idea about photography, (laughs) editing, nothing. Like nothing, but it's when the colours really like pop and just look really nice. And I'm like, I need this in my life. I need some colour. So
0: I think, uh, but you not knowing like you said, you don't know anything about like the editing. Side oh of yeah, there. not clear. That's actually really good from a we photographer's point what of what view because it's like it's such a deep subject. It's so, it's it's taken me five years to break the back of ten percent of it.
2: Yeah.
0: To to feel like I've actually got control of ten percent of what I want. Yeah. That a little bit of knowledge is really dangerous with with editing, and you see that with quite a lot of people where they mm. know a little bit and they take that little bit and they hit it with a hammer.
2: Yeah, I know nothing.
0: Yes, stay like that or learn yeah. it all in one go. Yeah, it's
2: like people always say to me, don't you want to be a photographer? Female photographers are very good. And I just think that that's not what I, I want to do. It's not it's not me and I'm not going to stop modelling and then become a photographer. You know, just... I don't want to. No. I don't want to. I don't want to take pictures. It like,
0: is true that so many people do do it, but I think, yeah. what it, I think what it comes down to, and I think this is where you'll separate from that, and I'm making a huge leap of an opinion here, so if I'm wrong, please feel free to hit me. It's okay. But you have... In fact, other models probably want to feel free to hit me after I say this, but you have a lot more of your life together.
2: Yeah, I than have.
0: I, than some models that I've encountered where they're kind of they're still in that gap year, almost still yeah. to their life, but they I'm haven't got. Old.
2: Any... <laughs> but no, you've just
0: got you've just got actual real life commitments, and like yeah, you've got a yeah. husband and you've got kids. Yeah, and a lot of models don't, you know, they don't haven't moved out of their parents' house. Yeah, so. I, I think that might be where you're not seeing photography as, a, as an avenue because you see a life outside of.
2: Yeah, definitely. So yeah. M- like my, my goal, my wish, my end game is my family. It's that. And I know it sounds like to a lot of people, they're like, oh, eh, you've got kids. Like like it's not, they're like, "Why? how can you do both? But and I know it sounds a bit mediocre, but that is all I care about. Like yeah. I love my family. And like as long as they're happy, I'm happy. You know, we're all alive and eating. It's good. Yep. Like that is, that is what I care about. Like modeling. I love it. And I'm so, so grateful that I got to do it. It was never what I wanted to do. I just like somehow fell into it and didn't stop, but it's not my end game. It's just not. And I'll do it for as long as people still want to book me. But when it fades out, it fades out. And I'm grateful for the time that I've so had to do is there doing a plan
0: it. in place for the next stage?
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely. You don't
0: have to reveal it. Obviously. No,
2: no, definitely. You're but be I'm, a superhero. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be able to fly. I wish, but yeah, there's a there's a plan, and it's something completely different, and something where my heart lies more. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. isn't which isn't modelling. You know, I never wanted to do it. Like, I just my, the reason I got into it was a friend I had at the time who is lovely. Um, she did it and she was the most beautiful girl I've ever seen in my life. And like, I idolized her and, um, she did it and I was like, ah, I want to be pretty. And I want to do that. I was only 18 at the time, like just gone 18. And I was really like, obviously really tall and I still am, but I was really slim. This is pre-children, really like up and down. And there was nothing, nothing to me. And I wanted to be glamorous and I wanted to have big boobs and big lips and big fake hair. And I thought that is how I needed to look for boys to like me. And which is really sad, really, really sad. But that's what I truly believe. So I wanted to be a glamour model and I wanted to get my boobs out and like I wanted attention. And my first ever shoot, proper shoot paid that I got was a Playboy one. I went along to a casting in London. I didn't. I think I had, you know, a cat in hell chance. All the girls there were gorgeous. They were stunning, and I had these shitty pictures took by this photographer. And <laughs> yeah, of course, and I was going to say like shitty photographer. Um, they they weren't great, but they served their purpose at the time. Right. And they picked me because they wanted this girl next door look, and it was a nude shoot, and it was the first nude shoot I'd done. I didn't have a clue how to pose my body at all. And the photographer I worked with on the day in London, it was a whole big thing. They had food, they had makeup artists, hairstylists. He shouted at me. He was like, why don't you know how to pose your body? And I was like, this is my first shoot. I'm really sorry. But I just, I thought this is the life I want and this is what I want to do. And I was so (laughs) like, I was like, if I could go back and slap my 18 year old self, oh, I so would. Like I would, I would kick my own head in because when I was there next door was a shoot for Littlewood's catalogue. I don't know if that's still going now. It was,
1: I think. I think it still is, you it's know. It's still going, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. so it was it a shoot
2: for Littlewood's catalogue. And the makeup and the hairstylists were like, why are you here? They're like, you should be next door shooting for them where they're getting paid, you know, twice as much. And, you know, because I was so tall and so like just slim and stuff. They were like, that is what you should be doing. And I thought, well, no, because those girls aren't pretty and I want to be pretty. And my idea of pretty at the time, my idea of beautiful, which is really, really stupid. And I'm sorry for being like that was like, you know, big lashes and big hair and like tiny waist and big bum and big boobs, which is stupid. And like, it's not how I want to be now. And it's obviously not who I am, you know, but I, I hated myself a lot when I was younger and wanted to be someone else and wanted you know a better tan and you know why am i so pale and why are my eyes so like small like that's who i was
0: but which did, is sad. Did you, but did you find the that environment so that that more like sexualized end of photography did you find it to be that cruel throughout because obviously you started off on a bad foot then yeah did you find that that was quite common
2: um no not everyone was like that like the more experience i got Like I started off doing things like the daily sport and nuts and zoo when it was around and um, Maxim and other other rubbish. And like a lot of them are quite like that. But then the more I got into it doing more like internet modelling, it's what I preferred to do because I could, you know, choose my own like rules and stuff and work with better people. And as I grew up and it wasn't until like I got Pregnant really, with my first son, that I realised actually, like, there's so much more to life and who I should be. And it was just completely, completely different. Like, after I had him, it was just completely different to what I wanted to to be. It made me grow up
0: very fast. <laughs> well, very fast. Something that I think me and you have both heard quite a bit from different models is the idea of like, the more assured of yourself you are, yeah. the more you ward off... Mm. negative people on shoots like aggressively yeah. negative people yeah. when they realize that you're not going to take it oh i don't take they, no more they, they you don't yeah. see them at all no because no, they'll no. almost read the room before it starts yeah
2: like i just won't take any shit now like i just i can be quite brutally honest and quite abrupt like sometimes like and i can probably give off a vibe vibe like i hate you and i don't it's just how i'm coming across to ward off the scary freaky people yeah yeah whereas before i was quite naive which I guess like all young people are at some yeah. stage yeah so.
0: but I think with the reason that it kind of goes down the route that it does is because not many men go towards that side of things like the percentage is a lot less of men getting into modelling at like 17-18 years old yeah. than it is of women and I think that the the men that, that go down that route probably face something in the same way
1: Yeah, of but course maybe they would. not
0: in, in I think a 17-18 year old Guys almost always going to be a lot more confrontational.: Yeah so probably and more confident. Yeah, and, and, and if they're not confident, probably even more confrontational on top. Yeah. Whereas when you're a 17, 18, 19 year-old female, that's going to hit you, especially coming from like a guy. It's, yeah. gonna, it's probably going to be quite scary, right? Do you do yeah. you worry about models coming through now. Like when you see an 18-year-old now, do you think
2: yeah, do you know you get into? Yeah, just like everyone, like us and I see like posts on Facebook and it says like what would you tell someone that was just starting off in modeling and I always comment saying run for the hills. Like a run away. Don't <laughs> <laughs> just don't bother. Go go and do something else. Yeah. Like and it's not all like that, but I think with internet modeling it's obviously very different to being, you know, a runway model or a you know, fashion model. It's completely different world I can't speak personally but you know what
0: do you make of the last couple years where it's turned into almost like you're a self-employed model in the sense that what you do with your phone is apparently bringing in your income like with influencing and whatnot do do you see them as being traditionally models or do you think that's a different
2: I think that's a different thing I think it's just earning money, taking selfies, and that, and that again, like, like there's something called OnlyFans. I don't know if you've heard of that. Yeah. yeah. So girls do that, and if you do that and you earn money, that that's perfectly fine and yeah. well done, you. But not, not for me. Not, it's, not it's, for me. I,
0: one thing I do worry about, and I think while we're teaching kids about trigonometry or re at school, we could also be teaching them about some life lessons. You know, how yeah. to take out a loan, how to deal with a bank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, how to write a check when we were at school would have been quite helpful. It's obviously not helpful yeah. anymore. No. Um, like some life lessons would be great, and one of the life lessons I would really like to see um, taught to, especially I'd say, like fifteen-year-olds and up, is just what the permanency of the internet. Yeah, Like you're going to put stuff out there that it might be an opinion that you think at 15, 16 years old sounds very clever and whatever, but it could end up being something that's racist or homophobic or whatever. And at the same rate, if you're on something like OnlyFans at 18 years old and you're posting stuff, there's, I don't really know how to bring this up. If you think that having the threshold of someone having to pay to see photos will prevent them from going public, you are very, very naive on the way yeah, that people that would pay for that service work. Yeah. And it'd just be nice to, I think, for there to be a bit more education for young people that what you put on the internet could hurt you.
2: Yeah, yeah, of course, and, like, on. and that's why when I worry about younger girls because they think that they have to do, um, this isn't with OnlyFans now, but they think that they have to do certain things to become a model and behave in a certain way and maybe flirt with uh, like people, photographers, you know, to get somewhere. And that isn't the case, you know. They should just be themselves and be strong and, and definitely take no shit from the beginning.
0: So have you had uh, experiences on shoots where you've wanted to walk away from modelling? Like have you come away from a shoot and just said, that's it, I'm done with it?
2: Um, not so much that oh I'm just done with it, but I've I've come home like times and I've just cried or like cried on the way home. Um, but so my car journey on the way home, usually I'm traveling like two hours away or something, and my car journey on my, the way home is my time to just breathe and get get the shoot out of me if it's been a bad one. Just like it's fine, I'm alive. Let's just go home and do what I got to do. But I've had bad shoots, like where I've got cold. I know it's like, it's not, oh, she got cold. But yeah, I hate being cold. Where I've got cold, I've come home with wind chapped face. And like, uh, I've thought, why am I doing this? Or where people have been horrible to me. They've commented on how I look, you know, my weight, anything like that. And I think it's so disrespectful and, and like, it's really hurt me. And I think why, you know, why have you like ran me down to make yourself feel better? And I think, why am I doing this when it's just destroying my soul? But then there's other times, there's a flip side where I go to shoots. And as I said previously, if I could bottle it up and give that feeling to people that I get that buzz, you know, um, or the creativeness. That isn't a word, but I'm making it one. Or that creativeness. Creativity. The creativity, that would be the one. If I could get I'm from Birmingham, I'm sorry.
0: That's okay. <laughs> I prefer I, your
2: one. If I could like give that to people, that, that feeling, I would, because it's not it's not all doom and gloom. Like there I go to shoots and I look forward to them and they're brilliant. And then I go to shoots that I look forward to and they turn out to be shit. And it'll be the same for photographers as well. They'll probably look forward to shooting a model that they've heard that's amazing. Amazing and brilliant and then the reality of that like they just don't gel or it, it just goes wrong or you know it's the same for both sides I guess
0: yeah I think obviously going in expectations can have a have a big effect on how the shoot actually goes because yeah. you can have an idea of something you really want the one that always puts the spanner in the works for me this is I've not learned a way to deal with this is I come in with an idea I've I, seen someone that I want to photograph or I'm going to photograph in whatever respect and I see the idea I see exactly where I want to go with it and they don't want to go in that direction oh. <laughs> and you end up with just a push-pull shoot where you're doing stuff that you don't want to be doing in the hopes that you can then sort of turn the tide of things and it doesn't work out and by the time you do actually photograph something you're even remotely interested you've lost interest because you've lost interest in the the interpersonal side of things that's 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 usually the thing that catches me out. I've had a couple of really funny ones. I had a I picked a model up from a train station before a workshop, and the first, the exact first sentence that she said to me when she got in the car um, was, "Bloody train was full of Arabs." Oh, and I'm married to an Arab. So, wow. so, like, where do you go from there in the conversation? Like, because I either address it, I ever address it and say, Look, you know, that's not on. My wife's Arabic. Yeah. That's It's offensive. Or you don't address it and then you carry it all day and they don't know why you carry it and you look like the bad mm. person. Yeah. And
2: you feel ang- angry at them. Yeah.
0: yeah. And I think with you as well, like, you've had problems with models I've worked with in the past. Yeah. And that can be quite hard for me in the sense that I might not feel the same problem. I guess, and you're, you're, you're like disliking a model and you're not enjoying the, the, because you've assisted on so many, you're not enjoying that part of things. And then you've kind of taken an objection and then I have to carry your objection to that person. No? Yeah, no, no, you're
1: right. I think models are, (laughs) models are, this sounds weird, but they're weird creatures. Yes. Some of them, they're not all the same. I think there's probably a handful of models that are, this sounds odd but like normal like very like they're down to earth they realize that that modeling is a job but they they actually work hard at it you know they put in 110% all the time but they also understand that the flip side of that the photographer is also putting in 110% yeah but then you get this it's only a small minority but unfortunately I think we've bumped into too many of those that small minority where they are so tuned into just themselves that they don't focus on what they're doing. They don't come prepared for shoots. They push levels as well. Mm. Um, They get annoyed at a makeup artist because the makeup isn't what they wanted, but they're being paid for a shoot. So you already were aware of what was going on. So you shouldn't be throwing your toys out of the pram or they spend the whole time on their phone or they come in. And one thing that used to really bug me was they'd walk into our old flat and immediately find a plug and plug their charger in and be like, what's the Wi-Fi code? hi, my name's Jamila, who are you? Because you've just walked into my house. Could you please be polite because my husband's still going to photograph you and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, So I think there have been times when I found it hard with models um, because some of them haven't got the experience enough to to have that common courtesy, to have the etiquette. And some of them just don't, they don't work hard enough. Yeah. Um, I think
0: experience is the wrong word because experience is a really poorly used word when it comes to photography there's a lot of terrible 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 photographers that are way mm-hmm. more experienced yeah um but i remember being told um i can't remember who by but some people have been making the same mistake every day for 20 years that doesn't mean that they've got 20 years of experience they've got yeah. one day of experience over 20 years That's true yeah and i think that there are models especially if no one is um diverting their priorities let's say so they turn up and they're they're rude or they're they're abrasive or whatever they're Mm ill-prepared and you have that kind of conflict if you don't address it they go to the next shoot and that's what they're used to doing so they'll do it again and and
1: yeah yeah and it's the same thing and it's sort of the post-shoot stuff as well where I mean it happened to me a few times where they would just image grab and then just plaster them all over social media And it's like, well, first of all, I paid you for that shoot. Secondly, I paid you a lot of money for that shoot. Um... And thirdly, you should have asked if you wanted a picture. You know, I, I've I, I have given photographs to models that we've paid before and I've never had a problem with it. But it's because I've always asked. Yeah. You know. Um, it's never been you never just steal off somebody and that's courteous, to, isn't it? Yeah. And that used to really annoy me. And but I do
0: think I do think I've made the mistake here of labelling that as being a model trait when actually I'm sure photographers you've dealt with plenty that mm. because no one because they've got an abrasive temperament and maybe they're they're intimidating in stature or -hmm. in or in reputation or whatever that they've been rude or impolite to you or whatever
2: yeah
0: and because no one before them has curbed it that's Mm. just snowballed and snowballed and you've met a stage of that that's not very nice and then if you don't curb it which I'm not saying it's your responsibility no of course the next person gets the next level of it and it just builds and builds it's just human beings are shit I think yeah I think so
2: like if someone's rude to me and makes me feel you know little and horrible I just won't work with them again I just think well fuck you and I don't always pull them up on it and I probably should say you know this isn't how you should treat people and you shouldn't speak to them like that but a lot of the time I just think well fuck you I'm never going to see you again in my life
0: yeah you know Mm -hmm.
2: and that's probably not what I should do I should you know pull them up on it for the next person
0: but it, it, it can feel fruitless to you. Yeah. Because you're mm. probably not going to get a good response to you doing that. No. You might get something said about you publicly for doing that.
2: Oh, of course. Yeah.
0: So it feels like it's kind of a lost cause. And all of that for someone else to reap the benefit that you don't even know if they will, because it's almost guaranteed they won't take what yeah. you're saying seriously.
2: Yeah, exactly. I mean, like if something horribly went wrong, like if someone tried to like touch me inappropriately, then I will would speak about it. But that has you know, that's never happened like touching like that so
0: right it's fine so you're you're modeling all over the country yes and we've already touched on yorkshire (laughs)
2: <laughs> yes.
0: But do you find that there is geographical differences with photographers? Because you've been in Scotland, right? Quite a bit. Yes, you, I yours are like your home away from home.
2: Yeah, I love Scotland very and much And do you so. find
0: like Scottish photographers are different from London photographers?
2: Yeah, I think people from Scotland are probably a bit more laid back. Yeah, right. they're lovely. Like I've never had a bad experience up there. Um, London photographers are just... Yeah, everyone's fine. I I can't say if it's like a regional regional thing. It's more like a people thing, like whether they're an arsehole or not. Yeah, yeah. Like Yorkshire, I think we had some bad luck, but <laughs> it's not. You know, yeah. oh, everyone from London is like work, 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 and doesn't talk to every, anyone. You know, I think it's yeah. just a people thing, whether yeah, they're dickheads I think so. or not.
0: I mean, it's it's one of those one of these things I can't quite get my head around. I guess it would make sense about thirty years ago, but with the fact that everyone owns a car and travel's relatively cheap and it's democratised, most women have a driving licence. Yeah. I find it really weird that there's a lot of female models that say they're from London and they live 300 miles from London. <laughs> I can't yeah. I can't get my head around what the benefit is.
2: Maybe because they think, um, obviously London's such a big place, they'll just get more work. They'll just get more work. If they say they're from London, then that's where the majority of yeah. the work is and, and it will just come in for it them It makes easier. them seem
1: more accessible, I think, as yeah. well.
2: Because they can get to London.
1: Yeah and because i mean say like you mentioned warsaw earlier um, and you had to make sure that people understood that we're talking about here in the uk and not in poland
0: yeah
1: but so i think well, warsaw
0: that, and warsaw is more of an two accent Two different things yeah. Thing, yeah but i
1: think that it's like if you if you said something like that you said like a like bicester for example which is bicester yeah. Bicester, yeah, we, we, we got corrected We got corrected
0: recently. We, went, we did a wedding in what we thought was Bicester and everyone was laughing at us. And I was like, well, what is it then? They're like, Bicester. I was like, well, we're not playing Scrabble. Get rid of some letters. <laughs> like, this is just taking piss.
1: Yeah, but I think when you say like the smaller areas like that, a lot of people don't really know their geography. So they don't really understand yeah. where it is. Whereas if you pick the main things, like if you said London or you say Manchester, you say Leeds, yeah. people are like, oh, I know them. They're big cities, so it's fine. So I think it's that exposure that they get in those areas.
2: Yeah. So I say Birmingham, I'm from Birmingham and I do have a Birmingham accent and I don't know why because I'm the only person. I do not live in Dudley. (laughs) I'm the only person in my family who has this Birmingham accent, this thick Birmingham accent. So, and I really don't know why, but I put um, on my purple port that I'm from Birmingham because where I'm actually from, which is like 13
0: miles north of the city. No one has yeah, ever heard of it. 13 miles, I'm fine with. Is it's different just, from There's literally people I know that live two counties over from London and yeah. they say they're from London. It's yeah. like you'd have to get like a significant train yeah. <laughs> to get even So like You'd have to leave yesterday for a shoot today. Okay. <laughs> you can't really say London. That's Like, to me. Yeah. It's, it's just one of those bizarre things I've never really understood. So as far as your wonderful, lovely, haircuted husband goes. Yes. How does he feel about, like, the modelling? And how does he react when you do have negative experiences?
2: He, he's just like, they're dickheads, babe. Don't work with him again. Fuck him. That's, that's, <laughs> that's pretty much what he says. But he it's... doesn't... I
0: guess he's not stepping on your... Oh, no. he He never, never ring someone up and be right? like
2: what are you saying to my wife? Like he's not, we're not like that. He's not an idiot. Like he just says, you know, just forget them and don't work with them again. And then he'll just reassure me that, you know, he loves me and whatever else, but he's fine with me modeling. I know some boyfriends, husbands, whatever, aren't.
0: They're usually not around for very long. Yeah, if if they are. Yeah. yeah. I
2: mean, like he met me when I was already modeling. Yeah, I was already modeling. I was already like doing bits and bobs and you know, just having a mince around, and he, he he met me doing that, and he obviously thought in the beginning, "Oh, she's a model. It's great. Does Let's he tell get it, with
0: Did he tell everyone then for a while?
2: Um, I think he did, but then when they fall in love with you, they're like, "Oh, she takes her clothes off and gets paid." Like, then they it probably changes a bit. I remember when we first met. So I used to get like published in the Daily Sport for my sins, and he. <sighs> Come and pick me up this one evening. And he's like, you're in the paper today. And I'm like, oh, am I? And he's like, yeah, yeah. And like flips over the pages to show me. And there's this beautiful girl who's got blonde hair and it wasn't me. And he was like, there you are. I'm like, Craig, that's not me. (laughs) He was like, like, yeah, it is. And I'm like, no, (laughs) it's really not. Like We'd been going out maybe... A few months, so right. like he should have known. But like, I obviously found it really funny, and he yeah. was like, "Oh, I'm sorry," and he was really embarrassed. But yeah, he's he's not bothered. He knows it's not forever, and he's really supportive. And yeah, we're just weirdos does your, together. Does your
1: son, the oldest one, does he does he know what you do? Does yeah? So so I tell does, him. Does it? Does, does is, he, is he like, oh, mummy's going to get pictures taken? She's going to be like, uh, how do you? Because I mean, he's so little.
2: Yeah, so. he is like. For a seven-year-old, he's nearly eight. He's very switched on. You can have an adult conversation with him. He wants to be an inventor. He will draw cars and and the engines Aww. and tell you how they work. Like he can take like hoovers apart. He's got an obsession. He can take hoovers <laughs> apart and put it back together. She's She's done me with him yesterday. yesterday, yeah. yeah. No, it really, <laughs> he'll our fix Hoover, it. Yeah. Like, uh, Hoover broke. It was just a fuse. I, I can't change a fuse. I'm thirty years old. He was like, oh, it's the fuse. I'm like, what? He's like, oh, it's whatever number. I think we've got a spare one and just went and changed oh, wow. it. Yeah. Like he's, he's very wow. clever. He's obviously he doesn't take after me or Craig. <laughs> Must skip a generation. Um, but he, you can have an adult conversation with him. So when he was a bit younger and started realizing what our jobs were, he thought that I did cars as well. Cause that's what daddy did. And so he thought that was me. And I was like, no, no, mommy's a model. M- what's that? Like, and I try and explain to him, you know, people pay me to stand in front of a camera and take my picture. And he's a bit like, why? You know, he doesn't, he does He's he still... He doesn't really get it. Like, I don't really... I sometimes show him pictures of me, like, portrait pictures and stuff. And I'm like, who's that? And he's like, mummy. And I'm like, that's right. <laughs> like, I did that a lot with him when he was younger, so he would see. But he's he's fine with it. And he knows that I do nude modelling because I have told him. And I've shown him, like, a picture where I'd be nude, but, like, covered, if that makes sense. Maybe, yeah. like, something yeah. sheer or, you know, something like that. and Because I want him to be fine with nude. Well, he's at that age,
0: I guess, where he's the why is putting together the logic. Yeah,
2: yeah. So it's not
0: necessarily like a... a uh, um, like a critical why. It's more of a connecting the dots kind yeah, of why Yeah, and he
2: knows that's what I do. And whether he tells his friends that that's what I do, like, you know, yeah. that's up to him. And I
1: suppose it, 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 it also desensitizes him to the shock because, say, you didn't say anything to him. then one day he just, and like, he was 16. It, it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh my God, that's my mum, you know. Yeah. And then his friends will be like, dude, that's your mum, you know. Yeah. And it'd be really funny and if he did
0: that and it turned out to be the same model that Craig thought was <laughs> yeah. you. Oh,
2: God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he's fine. I mean, like, I try and teach him that it's okay. Like, nudity's for Like, we don't walk around naked or anything, but like I try and teach him that, you know, everyone's body's different, it's fine to be nude or whatever. But then on the same, like the flip side of that, before we were going on holiday, he was like, mom, when we're on holiday, are you going to take your top off? And I was like, uh, Well, I'll have a bikini on when we're there in the day. And he was like, Oh, I'm proper, like, you know, he said, I was like, Why? I'm like, What's wrong with mommy in a bikini? And he was like, whatever, and I was like, okay. I suppose he's just getting to that,
0: yeah, that, that awkward. Oh, that age, yeah. that
2: age where he'll like, he literally grabs my stomach and he's like, oh, mummy, squishy. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say, child? <laughs> Do you want to live outside? <laughs> like, he's just, he's he's very intelligent and he's very lovely and we clash I remember a lot. from the
0: wedding, he was very switched on. Yeah, he is. He he's
2: yeah. knows everything. Because there
0: are, all, like I say, some weddings and there's, a, there's kids there and you're just like kid yeah, ain't going to be up to much. Yeah.
2: yeah, he ain't going to be up to much. Yeah. yeah, he's a. He's good He's not kid. one to
0: watch. He's yeah. he's he's, he's going to be right where he is now. Forever.
2: <laughs> when he's forty, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um. So with with the amount of time that you've been modelling, is there people still that you do you want to sort of push to work with that you haven't? Oh
2: god, yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. There's people like I have a little list.
0: Yeah, oh, I you an, do. I have
2: a tick list, not a punch in the throat list. A uh, <laughs> a, tick, a tick list of like like people's work, and it's only probably about four for people like realistically yeah, and and, like I have to like build up courage to speak to them because I'm not very like social. Like me and Craig are completely opposite like that. Like he can go to a stranger and have a conversation with them and I'd just stand there absolutely silent. Like because I can't, I just can't pick up that conversation with a stranger. It's different when I'm at work. And yeah. I have to, yeah. but like in normal life, I just can't. So it's the same if I see someone's work who I think is like brilliant and you know, that I love, I wouldn't just go up to them and be like, will you shoot me please? Cause I'm scared they might go, no, piss off. Right, <laughs> like, yeah. and, and it's the same, like if I hadn't have met you through Yorkshire, um, I probably would have seen like your work. I knew who you were anyway, but I would have seen your work and I would never have approached you, never, ever, because right. I would have felt like you'd have just been like, because you.
0: Is it because you don't like the name?
2: <laughs> no I would have just felt like it's a confidence thing and even though like you know I take my clothes off and I get you know people pay me for this like it's still like you know it's a confidence thing that you have to build up to speak to people I can't just go like there's there's girls and stuff like fair play that can go at it like I just can't I get like really like oh, shy and there's stupid. There's two sides
0: to it to be honest um I get I have a couple of different ways that people seem to approach me One's quite funny, which is I've had, I, in the last couple of years, I've had a few times where people have said, are you English? Oh, wow. <laughs> that's the, the starting point. And it's like, like really? this isn't, yeah, yeah. Are you English? Are you Polish? Which is, I, I, I mean, if they're Polish and they think my name sounds Polish or they think my name sounds German Because it's okay. Yeah. But I just yeah. don't
1: get why that's the first part of a conversation.
0: Not hello. I, I think some people think if you start a conversation in the middle, it kind of, breaks the ice, but sometimes it can just generate a lot more I'll ice. just talk
1: about the weather. Like, start the conversation off that just, way. I just think it's I'm, weird.
0: The way I am in messages, I'm quite rude in messages, but it's not for the sake of wanting to sound rude. It's just, I have a point. I'm going to get to it. I'm going to go back to doing whatever I was doing. Yeah. So if someone messages me and they're like, free on Thursday, I'll say yes. Yeah. Or no. Yeah. And that's <laughs> no, it. know what, after
1: 15 years of being together, there are times and I'm like, oh my God, is he angry at me? And he's not. He's just... That's just the yes. answer to the question. I'm like, can I get across at the end of that little kiss or something? You, you, know? get, you get a
0: KX. I do, yeah, I get yeah. a KX, yeah. Yeah, it's going
1: start. <laughs> it's when I get the thumbs up and I'm like oh my God, why to you me? me? Because it's literally like... The thumbs oh.
0: up is, I do that sarcastically because I hate the thumbs up. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. And when you send someone like a paragraph and they send you back a thumbs up. Oh,
1: that's so rude.
0: Yeah. Oh, I, I find that rude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. My, my dad is absolutely notorious with me and Jamila for like, we'll say like, okay, so we're doing such and such meeting at so and so and blah, blah, blah. We'll bring this and can you make sure that it's such and such so? and he'll go, okay, She's so, oh. like, oh.
1: Smiley face wouldn't like, hurt. Nothing. With, I, nothing with, I
0: would have been happy with scene yeah. more than okay. <laughs> but I had my my favourite ever approach last year, and this is exactly how not to do it,
2: Okay,
0: um, was uh, on the internet, I guess, a well-established model. Not one that I really give two figs about. Not someone whose work ever really jumped out at me. Yeah. But they have a certain amount of... People follow them on the internet, so I guess that makes whatever it is. Yeah, like you said earlier about the likes and the follows. People pay attention to it. People don't. Yeah, and um, I uh, I got this message off of this model, and she's about I think she's about a year older than me, so old enough to know better is how I would put it. Yeah, and she said it started off with um, Hi Chris. I think I should start with Hi Carl, but I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt and say oh, Hi, wow. Chris. <laughs> yeah. said, uh, Hi Chris. Yeah. Said Hi Chris. So basically, once a year, I'll pick someone to do TF with. And congratulations, this year I've chosen you. So if we could pin down a date so that we could get some wonderful images taken, that would be great. Looking forward to hearing from you. And then their name. And I replied, (laughs) no thanks oh my god because even if they were someone i wanted to shoot with i could never imagine saying to someone congratulations, congratulations. you get to be in my present."
2: i am your prize yeah, <laughs> yeah. I,
1: that's rude such an ego thing isn't yeah, it? yeah that's it's definitely just, an ego thing and the self-importance is amazing
0: yeah. yeah so we had that and and the favorite part of that story generally was the fact that the same model then had posted online Jamila found this, that she was um, available to book in exchange for a laptop or a bicycle, which was one of the funniest. That's the most internet modelling story I can think of. It's like, I'm available, but only if you have a laptop or a bicycle. What
1: to give you? Yeah, so you give her a
0: bicycle and then she'll model.
1: I found this because that, I don't know if it's a craze because we're kind of, especially me, I'm very much out of that world now. But a few years ago, there was like a stint of models putting posts up, like castings up and saying, oh, um, I need a laptop in exchange for two hours shooting. And people would be like, yeah, that's absolutely fine. And I didn't think that these people existed. I thought that people were just chancing their arm and that was it. And then because we were doing workshops, I got to know many photographers. Well, what happened
0: was, in fact, let me just jump in here and then you can finish this off. So we're doing a workshop and I think it was at our flat. Like we met at the flat and then we go out and do the workshop. Might have been in the studio, wherever it was. Somewhere. Jamila's with me and I start off giving my I always have the same spiel at every workshop which I start off by saying I'm not here to teach you the right way to do something I'm teaching you the way that I do it yeah and if you want to find fault with that that's absolutely fine you can understand why I do it that way and then never do it that way and understand why you don't want to do it that way it's a very helpful technique and the absolute silence so I was talking through lighting up absolute silence and in my head I'm like someone's got to strike up a conversation here Someone, like come on <laughs> And in the end, I said, oh, well, funnily enough, Jamila's just seen a casting where this crazy model was asking for a laptop in exchange for a shoe."
1: And then this guy turned around. I cannot remember. I think we only met him the once, thank God. And he went, "Oh, yeah, I've done that before."
0: No, he said he was the one that replied. No, it, no, at the no, time that he, no, he
1: said, "I've done that before," but oh, didn't, okay. didn't, didn't identify that that was him to oh. that post. And I was like, "I'm sorry, what?" Because I was a bit like shocked by what he said because I was like what do you mean you gave them a laptop like you went out and bought a laptop that's like four, 500 quid for a sheet that probably cost I don't know if do that or if they just quid. give them a
0: crappy old one but like money wow. can be exchanged yeah, for goods and many, services but also
1: but, uh, but at the same time first of all how many people just have laptops and bikes laying around that you would yeah. then give to the person have you met any photographers maybe you work for Currys.
0: <laughs> oh Jesus, just pinching them
2: <laughs> robbing
1: them yeah. but it was so weird and then I do remember Um, Not long after this, there was a model who, um, quite well known, she'd put this post up on her Facebook page saying that she'd been on a shoot and she'd parked her car nearby wherever they were shooting um, and left in it a mountainous amount of cash, um, her laptop, oh, which is basically her. Yeah, basically all her all business. All the
0: pictures that she'd ever had taken that were in the this laptop. The hard drives. Yeah.
1: And she had, and because she did a lot of work for um, designers, especially certain corsets and lingerie and stuff like that, That'll, she yeah. had all this very expensive stuff in the car and she'd left it in the car, gone off and done this shoot, come back. Uh, the windows had been smashed and everything out of it had been stolen. And she put this cast now, she never did TF work. Um, and she was at the level where she didn't need to do TF work. Mm-hmm. She always had paid work. Very like lovely lady, really good model. And then she put out this cast and it said, willing to do willing to do TF work in exchange for, and listed all the things that basically she was missing out of her car. Wow. And I was like, this is a really weird situation because A, you shouldn't have left the stuff in your car. That was really stupid. Um, B, somebody knew that you'd left that stuff in the yeah. car because it's, it's, you wouldn't just look at that car and go, I know there's all these things. So somebody knew that you'd left that stuff in the car, but it was a really weird thing to ask for. So she was just like, yeah, I'll shoot, but I need all of these things. And she'd like, not just said, I need a laptop. It was a very specific brand of laptop. And I was like, yeah, you know, that, that's like the cost of you for the day anyway.
0: It's kind of weird. Just It's just work, weird. Work it some paid, Work some paid work and buy the stuff
1: yeah that's well, what that's yeah. the disconnect
0: i've always well, found. You see, she
1: wasn't one of those she was never one of those models she wasn't a flaky person she was yeah. very business orientated and like modeling was very focused and she already had like what she was going to do when modeling stopped so already really well planned and everything very business-minded um so it was obviously a massive lapse in judgment for her to do that but it was just weird to see that rather than just go, Oh, I'm screwed or what insurance or whatever and I'll just work again to then replace all that stuff, it was I need all this stuff, so give it to me. It's such a weird currency. And then
0: the converse yeah. side of or the the other side of that would be when we were in Yorkshire mm-hmm. the week before we were in Yorkshire, I don't know if you know this story, but there was a model that was in the studio for a studio day. Okay or supposedly supposed to be. And on the morning, she had informed the guy, I'm not going to be able to make it. Someone's broken into my car and taken all my stuff and I've got to get the car fixed or whatever. And he said, that's absolutely fine. Completely understand. Send me a picture of the car. And she's like, What? Oh, I'm not by the car right now, so I can't get a picture of the car." And this went back and oh, forth. But wow. He was like, "I need to see a picture God. of the window broken." And I expected the story to go down the route that she would just go and smash. I, to be honest with you, it's me. I'd just go smash the window. Yeah, me
2: too. I think fuck yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> but, smash it for the
0: sake of the reputation. Go smash yeah. it in the back window. Go get it replaced. You get. You don't have that guy chasing after you yeah. over it. So yeah, you get both sides of it. All right, so. For the, for the people that you don't want to tell to turn and run, we'll pretty much finish it about here. But if you're someone that's like 18, 17, 18, 19, getting into modelling now, what's the most important couple of bits of advice you could give them?
2: Um, know your levels and stick to them. Don't let anyone push you or tell you you have to do something that sounds disgusting because you don't. Um, have your head screwed on always do your research don't just go and work with you know Brian from down the road you
0: know old Brian old
2: Brian that naughty Brian and just have your shit together and have a goal of what you want to do and what it is how you want people to see you and sort your shit out yeah basically
0: uh, so my last question then do you think it's important for a model to to sort of like build up a taste of what work they like and what work is good
2: Yes, in a way, in a way, meaning like, yes, you need, you need to have a taste in what you think is good and you need to, the stuff that you don't like, you need to not do that like, not saying that I've not done that because I've done some terrible dinosaur work. I call it dinosaur work. <laughs> terrible Why? work. Just at the time, like, especially when I was a lot younger, like when I started this, I'd done some work because I was like, oh, money, you know. And now I think, oh, God, it's there forever. Yeah. yeah and like, you need to remember that it is there forever and yep. you will see it if you, if you want to forever. Yeah. You know, so just separate yourself from it completely and come up with a modelling name as well, especially if you've got like family and other things, you know, I feel like that's a a good thing to do. Not something stupid either, like candy. Just, I'm sorry if there's anyone called that, but (laughs) not something stupid oh
0: my god <laughs> it's written on you the inside got, of my arm got,
2: I didn't even see that no nah, that's fine I didn't it's even subliminal that. I understand it's, yeah <laughs> just come up with a modelling name which is why I no, chose Nicky I'm, I'm on board
0: 100% with that yeah. it's like the photographers that have the they give themselves a name it's like super amazing light photography and I just um, think oh fuck off
2: yeah just just just, just call start, yourself Steve call yourself Brian from <laughs> down, yeah, the up up down the road yeah down the road
0: yeah okay so on that note then in terms of separating yourself where can people find you on social media so they can look at your wonderful pictures
2: so, on Instagram, I am at the world of HH, which means Hannah Handley, <laughs> not anything else. <laughs> um, <laughs> cause, because of what you told me, that it means Hitler. No, well, no, okay, so, so,
0: okay, <laughs> so I, let me explain very quickly what, what I mean. So... Um, there are certain countries in the world where in their professional sports you're not allowed to wear the number 88 because the eighth letter is H and it's seen as Heil Hitler. Okay, that's not me. Uh, So when I I saw, because I didn't realise immediately who you were, even though we knew each other, when I just saw the name, I thought, oh, it's like a right-wing thing. This is like a oh right-winger. That's the first thing I went to. But the problem is is that I'm very, very heavily into politics outside okay. of... It's so kind
1: of where his brain goes. Yeah. Okay. Not
0: that my brain goes to Heil Hitler. No, but <laughs> like, politically.
1: politically but he I thinks. I study a lot of politics. He thinks on that level, world yeah.
0: politics. So when yeah. I saw it, I think I must have just been in that mode. And then I was like, oh, okay, okay. now that makes sense. Okay, so world of the world of HH? The
2: world of HH. It means Hannah Handley, which is my actual name or I'm on Facebook as Nikki Phillips which is my modelling name
0: perfect thank you so much for doing this thank I'm sure you so been, much for having me it's been me. terrifying
2: it has yeah. <laughs> like, I'm literally shaking like a shitting dog it's horrible <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible I'll
0: tell you what let's end it there then. thank you so much thank,
2: thank you, you.